vampires and werewolves and zombies and mummies. It's an all-out song. If you want to survive the night, better come down to the vault. Welcome to the VHS Vault. My name is Owen Brand. And I am Katie Cadaver. And we are here today to talk about a movie that we recently watched. Uh, a very unique movie. One that um, probably has uh, has no equal. I mean, I guess. If that's how you want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't mean that it's the best movie I've ever seen and there's no movie better. I mean, it, it is literally so unique that I don't think anything it's else... It's a fucking weird-ass movie. I don't think any, anything weird, else can be compared to it. Weird so, movie. This movie that we watched is Nightmare Weekend. Spoiler warning. This is a spoiler warning. We're going to ruin the movie for you. Nightmare Weekend is the name of this Yeah, movie. 1986. So right in the pocket for me. Love that time period yeah, a, for it's movies. A, it's a great time for movies. So I'll go into this by saying the movie could be horrible, but if it was made in 1986, I'm probably going to love it just for that. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter what they do. I'm probably going to be into it. <clears throat> so um, without giving too much away, were you into this one? I was fucking into it. Awesome. <laughs> you want to tell us a little bit about this movie? I mean, it makes no sense, right? <laughs> I mean, I, so I was able to follow it good enough, but there's a lot of inconsistencies in, in shots where it's like, wait, didn't he leave? And now he's back and, you know, weird stuff like that that yeah. doesn't make any sense. But that's not the highlight of this movie for me. The highlight for me is all the softcore porn that goes on. Wow, this movie um, did not know whether it wanted to be a slasher, a zombie movie, or a porn. Those, it's a little Skinamax action. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, it's unique. Um, so you got some IMDb stuff to go over with us. I don't know. What do you want to know? Uh, look, just let's should just, I read it? Let's talk sl- about. Uh, let's say who who's the director when you know. Wh- well, okay. Henri Sala is the director. Sounds like he didn't do much else besides like this and one other movie or something. Um, and. Our cast is, oh, that one guy you knew, Dale Midkiff? Yes. Oh, I love Dale Midkiff. He's one of my favorites. Tell tell us about your love for Dale Midkiff. When I was a kid, we did not have cable, but we had a VCR, and I had a friend who had cable, and his dad used to record time tracks onto VHS tapes. Like, he would run it in SLP mode. Time tracks as a show? Yeah. And he would have, like, five hours of time tracks on a single tape, and I would just take those tapes. He'd borrow them, or they'd give give them to us. We had Star Trek, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, and time tracks on these old VHS tapes and that was I watched the shit out of all of those and so this guy became sort of part of my childhood yeah so he was in time tracks from 93 to 94 who did he play on there he was the lead character I can't remember the guy's name now it's been a lot of years since I watched it but I loved the movie I have a show I still remember the context time tracks was awesome if you guys haven't seen time tracks you need to find a couple episodes of time Tracks. i feel like i've it. never even heard of it it's an incredible um show about time travel and different things like, like that. i was all about quantum leap but yeah. time tracks i don't never cross my path it's I one of those movies that or one of those shows that got canceled way before it should have it was mm. it was an unbelievable show how rude of them and like firefly remember firefly 
Yeah, I never watched it, though. So Firefly should never have been. I mean, that was canceled, and nobody can figure out why the hell that movie, that show was canceled. So I yeah. Well, there's a lot, of, a lot of good shows that don't exist anymore. It's bullshit. Yeah. So Dale Medkiff is in this movie. He was in Time Tracks. He was in Pet Cemetery. Um, he's like our our main our main uh, boo thing is how I had him in my notes, but his name is Ken. Ken. But he's the boo thing. Uh, he is the, uh, he is the Barbie version of Ken. You know what I mean? He's, he's that Ken. He's really, really pretty. And, um, he exemplifies all the things that you would look for in a softcore porn actor. I suppose. <laughs> pretty much. Interestingly pretty much. enough. He, in 1986. Anyway. In 1986. Anyway, for sure. Um, so nobody else of note really in this movie besides him, a uh, bunch of first time unknowns, people who don't even have profile pictures on IMDb, you know, that type of thing. Yep. Um, it's a trauma release, which is fun. We love to do trauma movies. Yeah. If, if I may interject something here real quick, <clears throat> uh, this movie was not actually produced by trauma. It was produced separately, um, and then Troma was able to release the vid, the movie after they found a what was it a damaged copy of the original yeah. film, and then they were able to piece it together and um, release it as a movie, and it's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, good, right? For our standards, it's it's quite good. For everyone else, I don't know. <coughs> we'll see. So. Uh, nobody else of note really in this film and uh, not a very well-known director. And what was it that I heard that um, they were supposed to be making a series of low budget horror films at about 500 grand a piece. Mm -hmm. And this was their first and last attempt at that. Yeah. This one, uh, this one did not, <clears throat> did not come together well because from what from what we were looking at in the research we were doing we just we found that there was three different production teams working on this movie one from France one from England and one from America this was filmed in Ocala Florida um, and all of the scripts between translations and things like that kept getting messed up so what you have at the end is a very disjointed weird schizophrenic type movie when you watch it yeah I mean that's part of its charm though I think absolutely it is I love it um so what we'll do, I guess, and just kind of um, just kind of go through the plot points here. Um, do you want to read the IMDb summary real quick? Yeah, let's see. It's not much. Let me expand it here. Oh, there's a couple of them. Let's see. A female scientist performs experiments on three college girls that turn them into drooling murderous mutants. I don't mm. know. That's. I feel like that's not accurate. Not quite. Here's a fucking. A novel one here it's long i'll give it my best shot a brilliant professor invites a computer machine meant to better society by altering the behavior of its subjects also there's a sometimes effect that turns things into weird little metal balls that attack people as one unfortunate burglar find out finds out did you hear that there's a sometimes effect that turns things into weird little metal balls. So, interestingly, I think there's a translation thing going on here, even in this, because here's what, here's what this one says. It's the exact same one. However, this sometimes causes the personal belongings of these subjects to transform into deadly metal pinballs that attack people. So, we're reading the same thing, but mine's on wiki and yours is on that. It, it goes, there's just some words that are different. The sometimes effect, huh? It's not intentional? <clears throat> she's not purposely doing that shit? Um, I'm guarantee she's purposely doing that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, his shut-in daughter, she's a shut-in, didn't realize that, no. also uses the machine like a video game, either unaware or uncaring of its real-world effects on nearby machinery. Lastly, his daughter has a puppet that either has an AI or is alive that helps her make decisions about life. 
<laughs> yeah, it's weird. In league with a mysterious man, the professor's psychotic assistant gets a hold of it and she manipulates it to warp people's minds and turn them into murderous weapons. Mm. She elects three young college girls as her victims and invites them up to the professor's house for a weekend of torture and diabolical experiments. Yeah. Accompanying the young women are a pair of local sleazy barflies who are looking to score with the college girls. They're sleazy. There's no doubt that's a perfect word for them. <laughs> you would know. Pure Over the course of the weekend, sexy hijinks ensue, all while the college girls are subjected to the machine and its weird effects. Meanwhile, on a parallel course, the shut-in daughter contemplates losing her virginity after consulting with her puppet. What the fuck? <laughs> Is that not the most accurate description you've ever heard? It is. It makes it sound ridiculous. Because it is ridiculous. You know, I know I told you before you watched it, because I've seen this movie plenty of times. I told you before you watched it, you're not going to be able to follow this plot. It's a, it's an absolute disaster. And yet you told me as you're watching it, oh, I'm following it along just fine. I did. It was. I understood what was happening. Guess what, though? You're stepping on my headphone cord again. No, that yeah. happens from time to time. Every t- single time. Not sometimes. <laughs> Every time. So, I have the I have the copy of the tape here, and I will try to splice in a picture of my actual tape, because this is, I love this tape. It's, a, it's, it's in Mylar? This is acrylic. Acrylic, damn it. I get it wrong every it, time. It has such a, um, it has such a neat cover. Let me open, let me take it out of the acrylic here so we can have a look-see. Uh, very mystical, whimsical. Mis- Which does not at all represent this movie. No, not at all. <laughs> And in the back, they picked the absolute, like, the worst picture of all time out of this movie. Like I know. It has nothing. It's, like, the least important. Like, it's a plot point that makes no sense right. and has no purpose. So, you, the back picture on a, on, a, on a tape, for those of you who, who don't have tapes all over the place, is supposed to be, like, a, a iconic scene or a scene that you want to... I think they took the scariest things. I don't know. Not the stuff that was really, like, this tells us about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the cover is nothing about the movie at all. And then the back picture is, like... Probably the most insignificant, yeah, scary and thing of the just movie. Just for comparison, I also have my VHS copy of "I Spit on Your Grave" sitting here, and the two Show scenes, off. the two scenes depicted, <laughs> the two scenes depicted on the back are two of the most iconic scenes in the movie, which is right. what it, which is what it should be. Um, but anyway, this one does not have that. So I will just read the the uh, synopsis on the back of the tape, and we'll see if that how that compares to the oh, other yeah. ones. All right, here's the back of the VHS tape uh, cover. It's a, from Lightning Video. It's it's um. This is the blue cover with the red lettering, uh, lightning video release, and here is the back synopsis. Two days and nights of relentless terror. Who will survive? Question mark. This, <laughs> the weekend invitation seemed innocent enough until three college beauties find they've RSVP'd to 48 hours of hell in this terrifying thriller. The nightmare weekend starts when a professor's evil assistant lures the girls into a bizarre scheme to perform hideous experiments. Using a brain implant that turns humans into gruesome zombies, she transforms her victims and their unsuspecting dates into clawing, dripping horrors with murder on their minds. The zombie creatures relentlessly pursue the professor's innocent daughter, but her screams go unheard. Only a benevolent computer can halt the terror. But will there be time? 
When insanity joins forces with technology, that's when the horror of Nightmare Weekend begins. That gives it way more credit. That's like... Well, it's on the back of the VHS tape. I know. Of course, they were trying to sell it. but Gives it way more credit than yeah. it deserves. And, and the thing is that none of these synopses have really talked about what the intention of the experiment was. Because the intention of the experiment had nothing to do with turning people into zombies, which we will cover here in a minute. But this was a, um, a well-intentioned experiment taken over by um, a psychotic assistant, as it says. And then she... Um, she does some bad stuff, so we're going to get there. So let's uh, let's talk about some of our favorite spots. You want to watch some of these clips or something like that? Uh, yeah, there's some clips that I'd love to watch in this one. First, I think it'd be appropriate to play the uh, theme song because I think this theme song deserves <laughs> yeah. some deserves some airplay. Yeah, uh, this particular theme song I think is uh, is perfect for a 1986 movie. Uh, it feels just about right, and. Uh, the uh, the scene comes here when um, at the beginning of the movie, um, there's two guys doing a heist. We see on top, oh, yeah, heist. On, on top of a house. Fancy word. <clears throat> One of them gets killed by this weird metal ball that um, that that appears once the computer. So it shows it's all very weird at the beginning. There's this computer that draws a picture of an item. Like here's that picture of the of the guy's necklace. <laughs> That's supposed to be a necklace on the on a 1986 computer drawing. It's pretty horrific. But as this necklace draws, um, um, it creates a link between the computer and the item, and then the item turns into a metal ball. And here's what happens. So we'll watch this part, and then it goes right into the theme song. So that's the computer rendering of the necklace. All of a sudden, a metal ball appears, and this metal ball becomes a weapon. It's floating in the air. The puppet. Right away. They waste no time. This is actually a good kill. The ball goes into his eye socket. He falls off the roof. And look at that. Yeah, that's I cool. I love that image right there. Yeah, that's tight. Um, so, so I guess it starts off crazy because you're immediately seeing things that you have no idea what you're looking at. There's a little tiny puppet with green hair. Yeah, dude. And we see him operating a computer, <laughs> killing a guy. And yeah, that's, right that's, away, it's it's a cuckoo. That's the first thing you see. <laughs> and then that's the intro, uh, and then it goes from there into the theme song for the movie. So, I want to hear this theme song because I think it's dope. They did a good job with the effects and the blood in this movie. You are a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. You have a Come down over there. It's delicious. <laughs> you should cover it. Oh, I'm going to cover it. <laughs> I'm covering this song at a live show. <laughs> oh my god. The frightening stranger is still born ecstasy. You have no conscience. You have no That's enough of a that. nightmare fantasy. Boy, I can relate <clears throat> to that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie, you know, actually, even though it's it's a absolute shit show, I thought it was filmed beautifully. I thought the film quality and the special effects and the practical effects were really, really good. Yeah, they movie. were decent. They were definitely decent. Um, so we'll go to <clears throat> we'll go to a scene here that I kind of want to uh, the sets the that sets the scene. 
uh, for this uh, movie, and it talks about what's going to be going on. There is there are these girls that are working out in a workout hall, talking about what's going to be happening. A and workout hall? A workout hall? Well, it's not really a is gym. It a g- <laughs> it's like a hall where they dance, like a dance hall kind okay. of thing. A but studio? Maybe. <clears throat> I could call it a dance hall, I guess. Maybe. All right. All right, Southern boy. They're not line dancing or anything. But. <laughs> Doing the, doing the watermelon crowd. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, uh, right after this little scene where we have the intro song, we goes right into it, and it gives you your first plot point. So, we'll watch that. Yeah, that's a dance studio, dear. I told you about the experiment. Are you coming? <laughs> I'd love to, but I really want to see my dad. Oh, it won't be the same without you. Come on. So that's Jessica. The girl in the dark hair is Jessica. She's our lead character. Yeah, she's her shut-in at her dance class. Very 1980s aerobic dancing. I love it. Lemo's coming to pick us up. Famous scientist's daughter. You don't have to worry about money. They're offering 500 bucks. And I need 500 bucks. Sounds great, but I still can't let my dad down. He's counting on me. Jessica well, is the daughter of the scientist running these experiments. She's about to find out that daddy ain't got time for her ass. Nope. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> real quick, they were just talking about um, Jessica is in college with these chicks, and she makes the hookup between her dad and these chicks to give them each 500 bucks to come spend a weekend at this place to do some experimentation or whatever. It's they, a relax. It's supposed to be like a relaxing... Like a relaxation study or yeah. something. Yeah. So that's... Relax when you die. We find out that's not what it is. Um, so another uh, quick scene I wanted to go to here... Um, and then, and then we can chat about uh, kind of what we're seeing as far as visually and stuff like I'm that. I'm impatient. I want my scene. What's your scene? The pinball machine. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> it's definitely coming. <laughs> That's what I'm excited about. But there's one other scene I want to watch first. All right, um, We can talk about the plot. I'm really just concerned about the sex scene. You just want to talk about the sex scene? Yeah. Well, we're not really going through plot, I don't think, here. But we definitely... But it's good to set it up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The sex can wait. Stop. <laughs> All right. So in this scene that we're about to watch, um, it's just—it's not really anything major, but we're gonna—we're gonna get to meet George, uh, and we're gonna see the girls get picked up in the limo to get on their way to the mansion. Uh, this is a long little scene here, or several cuts of scenes, but we're just gonna watch the whole thing, and uh, we'll talk about what we see. And uh, this, hopefully, we don't get copyrighted. <clears throat> right? This, no, we won't. This no one's copyrighted Nightmare Weekend. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right, here we go. So we got Linda as the psychotic assistant. She's getting in her car. Linda, isn't it? Julie? Julie, I'm sorry. Linda's one of the Julie? Linda's the blonde chick. Linda, wait a yeah, minute. Julie is her name. Linda's the one with the deep down feelings. She has the deep down feelings in the sandwich bag. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll talk we'll get into all that. Okay. Look at that look at that house. That house is beautiful. Uh, that oak the house in Ocala. Annie asked me to do some weird psychological test with her. How much I like Annie. Jessica's but wearing like next to nothing right now. She's wearing a little night nighty oh, little jammy outfit. <laughs> Doesn't cover her ass. Not much, no. <clears throat> that puppet's be looking too. So there's George. George is our puppet. Can I just say what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> <clears throat> 
So now we see her father, and he has got all this computer wow. stuff going on. He's obviously a computer guy. I love this rudimentary computer shit from the 80s. It's great. With reel-to-reel tape, analog yeah. tape, and turning knobs and potentiometers and stuff. That's great. Is that Ken? That's Ken. Is that her boo thing? Yeah, she, well, he, he did Julie at one point, and now she's all obsessed with him, and he's like, damn, girl, I'm done with your ass. I'm just... I'm done with your ass. George? Yes, my dear? Program the race for me. Oh, oh this scene right here, yeah. I love that did race. she just put nail polish on, and now she's going to play a video game? That's not how that works. No, that's how it works in this movie. <laughs> So, so George being this, George is the uh, the robot puppet, and he runs uh, this the whole computer system in this place. But she wants to play a game, so he hooks up a ColecoVision <laughs> to this yeah. TV, and she's playing Turbo or Turbo Outrun or something like that with a with a steering wheel. Uh, she's getting ready to play this game, but it's hooked up to this crazy computer system. Yeah, where we see where this is going, don't we? Yeah. Look at that thing. It's a Lincoln. It's a big-ass car. Hell yeah. Like a town car. So as Jessica starts playing this video game where she's racing, um, Julie's car starts driving without her knowledge. So she's driving. She's playing the video game on the on the screen, but it's actually driving Julie's car. She looks calm for being in a car that's not I'd be under her control. Freaking yeah. out, dude! Yeah, she's like, "Oh shit! All right, let me just tilt the wheel." <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need to do. <laughs> Jeez! What the hell? All right, so we have the girls in the limo. And they're driving, and then Linda, the blonde chick, is eating a dry ass sandwich <laughs> from that garbage bag. It looks like a terrible sandwich. Like, I wouldn't even want that sandwich. Um, so yeah, so we start to see some of the hilarity, some of the ridiculousness going on here. Um, and uh, you know, again, just right off the bat, none of this makes any sense, right? Like, how is her video game controlling somebody else's car? Look, man, we don't need to read into it. I didn't read into it when I watched it the first time. I was just like, oh, I guess the computer does that. What a mystery. You know, because sometimes you think it's going to be revealed later in the movie how something works. And then when it isn't, you just forgot. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, That's how I do it. I'm stepping on your cord. No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah, you are. All right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, all, it's, it's, all, it's a disjointed mess right now. But... Um, we got the I girls, don't know. I'm following it just fine. We got the girls headed to uh, the mansion uh, right now. And at some point here, we, we can skip this if you want, but they get out at a bar and... Uh, and I don't, uh, no, wait. That's not the part uh-uh. that I, with the sex in the bar. <clears throat> no, this, this next okay. part would be the uh, the car scene with the with the car jack. Well, that's good. There's sex in that one, too. Let's do Right. Let's do I'm yeah. saying. It's ridiculous. Okay, so... Um, yeah, so the girls go to a bar, and then these these dudes uh, slit the tire of the limo so that when they leave, they have to pull over at a park. I guess is how that works. Um, and then, <laughs> and then they get stopped at a park, and the dudes all show up. So they were planning the whole thing the whole time. These fucking sleaze ball guys, dude. Huh? They are sleazy AF. Let me get a ride, which is. Hey, let me get a ride, bitches. <laughs> so right now the, uh, the limo driver's out trying to fix the tire in this car. and one Did of he the, have his sandwich at the bar? Did we miss that part? 
<laughs> oh yeah, well there's plus plenty of those every time yeah, he goes to that bar. That's true. He's drinking uh, alcohol in a bottle that's in between two pieces of white bread <laughs> because he doesn't want to get caught drinking. It's so stupid. But anyway, the guy's trying to. He's got this car jacked up. He's trying to change the tire. And what's going on in the back seat here, Katie? Some fucking. <laughs> a guy named Tony with a mustache, which is nice. mustache dude in my notes. Mustache dudes in your notes. So Tony with the mustache is in the back seat with one of these college chicks, and they are getting it on. <laughs> the music. <laughs> Walkman dudes just hanging out. Yeah. This. So while they're doing it, there's. Look at that. There's this guy dancing in a field. That white boy dancing. And it doesn't match the music. He's dancing at 30 beats He's per minute. He's got his faster Walkman on. We can't hear his music. We're li- we're hearing the sex music. Oh, they are doing it in this car. <laughs> like the kind of shit that's not a quick fuck. You know what I'm saying? No, they're they're not. They're, this is He's not like, a quickie. Let me yeah. Let me kiss your back, baby. <laughs> like what? But it's moving like they're really going at it. Yeah. Oh, the jack falls down. And he's already done. He's like, man, I just got fucked. Smell my finger. <laughs> Let's go back to Billy's bar. Let's go back to the bar. Yeah, uh, so that's Tony, and um, I feel like people were a different kind of sleazy in the '80s in the movies. So sleazy, and I blame it for why I get a bad reputation with old people because I think old people see how I look and they see a punk rocker and they remember how punk rockers are portrayed in the '80s movies, like the worst people. Yeah, and you know, other people just are portrayed like such sleazeballs all the time. Like everybody's rude to everybody in this movie too. You notice that like anybody working in the service industry, they're just rude as fuck to them. Yeah. No, it's insane. Um, People were ruthless in the eighties, man. So one other short plot point here that I think we should talk about, this is the reason that they're doing these experiments. Okay. So they go actually go over this information. It's a very short clip, but they're talking about why they're doing these experiments. So just so you guys know, they're not trying to turn people into zombies. There's a reason that they're doing these experiments on these girls. But the person who takes control of the experiments goes crazy. So anyway, here is why. I just want to go over this real quick. And then we our next scene is Katie's favorite scene and probably my favorite scene, too. So hold up. Maiden, this is Harry the butler. Please make yourself the girls, at home. The girls just got to the mansion just and they're meeting the people there. Thanks for the sales pitch, but the answer is still not. Scientist no, and the assistant talking about crazy. So you'll only let the biometer cure neurosis in house cats and junkyard dogs. No humans till I'm Edward. ready. The whole world is waiting. Think of all those paranoids, schizophrenics. It's criminal to waste any more time. One more game, George. Skill four. Um, Ready when you are. No, so we're not, we're not quite there yet. So she wrecks, yeah, they wreck the car, she wrecks Julie's car tree. again. And they find out that the reason was because he did not have Apache unhooked. So Oops. now we learn. So the computer that's in... Jessica's room is also hooked up to George who can also connect to this thing called Apache and Apache is a, uh, it's a computer system that can control things in the world. See, we're following this just fine. Now we're getting it. Um, and so we find out that they're trying to do these experiments so that they can adjust people's behaviors. Um, when you use George, make sure he's not connected to Apache. There. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> okay. um, so they're trying to, <clears throat> what they're trying to do with this experiment is, change people's behavior. So if you, if you have somebody who's like a paranoid schizophrenic, uh, then it will, uh, change them into not being that they do experiment on a dog where, 
um, there's a rabid dog who's trying to bite everybody, and they give him this metal ball to eat, and then all of a sudden, he's a nice dog. So, anyway, we're going to skip forward here to the scene in the bar. Jessica goes into the bar, and they're about to... On her roller skates? Yeah, she goes in on her roller skates. (laughs) And can't stand up for shit. (laughs) Okay, also important plot note here. This is where she meets Ken. For first first time she sees Ken ever is right here. Okay? That's important to note, because it's really important you keep that in mind. this This is the same... Day is everything else. This is the first moment she ever right. sees the guy. Just keep that in mind, and now we're going to go to the fun scene. We got pinball going on in here. Guys playing pinball, hanging out with his girlfriend, and that's where we go. Katie, I'll let you narrate this. Oh, boy. Well, you know, he's thrusting that pinball machine, and the girl is in between him and the pinball machine, and he's basically just making out with her, but I think he's also still playing. And she notices, Jessica notices. Oh, is that a titty out? Um, yep, titties are out. At least one. And he's just thrusting. His pants are still on. Well, he's got he's got the front part unzipped down. Oh, does he? Yep. Okay. I think her pants are still on. She's wearing a skirt, I think. She had a titty fall out. That much I know. She's just basically laying on the pinball machine. Yeah, they're doing it. And, and she keeps, like, looking over, making eye contact with Jessica, because that's not weird <laughs> at all. And Jessica's like, do do do. I've never had sex before, and this is making me uncomfortable. And she's like, ooh, muscles. And a couple slow pumps there. I don't know. He might get an extra ball. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't see the score. Oh yeah. I see a little thigh, a little side ass. Mm. She's like, mm, she kind of likes it. And then there's Ken. He must be looking too. Why is everybody in this bar just watching these people fuck on a pinball machine? Because it's hot. Look at the bartender's like, damn, look at that titty. He is all up in there, dude. Oh yeah. There's no pinball going on. I don't right think now. his wiener could really get where it needs to go in this position, though. Her legs would need to be up. I don't know. I don't know either. Unless it's like pretty long. <laughs> Jessica's biting her lip watching this. Yeah, she likes it. She's into it. She's like, oh no, it's so naughty. And she runs out. In the broad fucking daylight, I'll mind you, this is happening. (laughs) Yeah, it's broad daylight. Nobody's, you know, it's not two in the morning and everybody's drunk. No, this is like two in the afternoon. Chick roller skates on into that place. Can can we just go to probably arguably the most ridiculous Well, don't you want to talk about that? You want to talk about what we just saw? Yeah. What, what I is, think we should talk about it. Was it traumatic for you? <laughs> what is there to discuss? They're, they were doing well, it we on Well, we should a talk about machine. how this guy directed a bunch of other like softcore <clears throat> porn, right? And so, of course, this is what he does. 100%. And this that's a theme throughout this entire movie. This movie, like I said earlier, does not know whether it wants to be a porn or a horror movie. And, and that's what I love about it. For that's sure. That's why I had a good time with this it's movie. It's very endearing. And, you know, there's there, any, any time you get, you know titties and stuff in a movie you know you just hard to, it's hard to turn well, your nose up at that for me as someone who does horror burlesque as you know a creative art form i'm combining scary and sexy all the time yeah so i like to see it in movies it's fun for me yeah uh one of the, my biggest scary sexy inspirations is in the texas chainsaw massacre part two hmm. which actually inspired me to create a Leatherface number so there are all kinds of little cool moments in this movie where it's like yeah. scary and sexy right we'll, when we'll get to those but um that's why i had fun with this one i you know and and that's and i did too and it, for different reasons um but I, but i i kind of when i look at this movie i don't you can't look at this movie and expect it to be a horror movie and you can't look at this movie and expect it to be a softcore porn it's just riding that fence in between the two and for me it doesn't do either of them well enough to 
to uh, be considered a great horror movie or a great softcore porn movie, but the combination of the two. Puts yeah, they're it in doing a it at all. Yeah. They're doing it at all, and then there's not a lot of movies. It's like a Swiss Army knife, man. If you, if you need a if you need a knife, you know, for filleting, you're not going to pick a Swiss Army knife. But if all you have uh, in your pocket is a Swiss Army knife, and you got a lot of different things to do, then it's a wonderful tool to have. And this movie does a lot of things well. Man, you you made that the most unsexy explanation you could think of. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of ways to put this because if I start thinking about all the uh, all the sexy elements in this, I'm going to like it more. You know what I mean? Because well, hello, because it does the sexy elements so well. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm trying to talk you into. Like, here. For instance, this right here, like just this, we have this, we have this pulled up, and it's just a freeze frame here because I have it on pause. It's Jessica wearing these tiny red shorts, tiny red knee Oh, pads. yeah. She's in a sexy little roller skate outfit. But what I think is even sexier than how anybody looks or is dressed is her whole little... T- um, she puts her handkerchief on his motorcycle mm-hmm. and she, she gets his and she's like sniffing on it and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That's... That's real. Yeah. It's like... It's kind of... Uh, <sighs> I don't know what the word is for intimate. You yeah, know, it's like it is, um, and that like this bit of intimacy, like her inner dialogue about being in love with him and stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous, but mm-hmm. it's a level of intimacy that I think ramps up some of the sexy stuff. Yeah, I too. Agree. You know, it's I, like everybody's <laughs> feeling themselves. The director you know? obviously knows how to build tension in a softcore movie, and he did a great job of that in here. So, uh, this next scene is kind of plays into that, and this is where. Uh, Julie is having all these feelings for Ken. Oh my God, Jessica! You keep getting it wrong. Jessica, Julie is the bad lady. Julie's the bad lady. <laughs> Jessica, I don't know why I keep forgetting that. I, I think Jessica is a captivating character, even though she's pretty shallow. No, uh, she's so shallow, I, I like, like a dumb dumb. Yeah, but. I like her character a lot, probably because of this roller skating outfit for one. <laughs> Um, but she's feeling all these things and has never felt anything like this. And then she doesn't know what these feelings are. So she goes to her puppet, George. <laughs> the computer will tell you. And, just like kids today. And they're going to input data and find out what her symptoms are. And then t- <laughs> he can tell her what's wrong it's, with it's her. It's WebMD before WebMD was That's, a thing. You know what? That's exactly right. <laughs> this is the original WebMD. And it tells her she's in love. Like, what? Well, you ruined it. But, yep, let's go there. Oh, Fuck. Yeah, well, you never put a spoiler warning at the beginning of this episode either, so. I didn't. I didn't. You're right. So George has the computer up. George, I need some info. I don't know what's wrong with me. More data, please. <laughs> Sniffing, huffing dude's <laughs> handkerchief. I feel so strange. Bought out Apache. This is private. I feel weird. George like disconnected from Apache. So it's just George helping her out here. I never felt this way before. I need information. Uh, uh, it's like a hole in my stomach. My Look heart, that. too. Look at that silk pillowcase. I it's faster. A satin. I have one of those. Uh, it's for your hair. Wait, she was just lying on her back. Now she's doing the sexy pose thing on her stomach. Hey, this movie was uh, cut and edited a little funky, as we learned. Hot, up, down. I'm happy. Do you understand? More data, please. When I looked at him, it felt like an electric shock. Just like that, I got all wound up inside. Now I want to be with him. She wants to oh, be with him, George. I want to be Please with him. Please name George. this individual. This guy I met. He's so incredible. 
Now she's rubbing on Jordy's ear. I know. She's got a weird relationship with her dad and this fucking puppet man. It's given creep. Gorgeous. Such eyes. And that smile. <laughs> See, oh, this is so softcore so porn. It is. Just trying to wind, wind all the girls up with this. I've got to see him again. George, do something. Please. No, George, help. not what you're thinking. I need you, George. What is happening to me? Diagnosis. In love. You are. Yeah, oh, that was such a build up. So sorry to spoil that climax for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And that leads right into this scene where Julie is beginning to plan these experiments on the girls. So we're about to start seeing that these girls are in for a, a different weekend than that relaxing weekend we had thought about. I need a personal object from each one of them, something they won't miss. Well, I'll get on it fast, ma'am. And then we see Ken. Ken's her like little, you know, henchman here. Yeah, like her little henchman. And we start to, because at the beginning, that heist that took place, Ken was one of the guys on that heist and his best friend died. His best buddy. They had best friend necklaces and everything. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we have uh, uh, something coming up here that I think you're going to enjoy. This is another one of uh, the scenes that I picked out that I thought Katie would enjoy watching. She doesn't know what scene I picked here, but I picked a scene I thought she would like. Because first of all, if you have never experienced a really, really good striptease that is completely ruined by the wrong music being played, <laughs> then this is uh, something you need to experience. So we're going to go to that scene right now, and here we go. Relax. Before I let this go, this is a guy from the bar that this, she was humping in the car. And Mustache he's, guy? He's at the mansion, okay? He's at the mansion. Keep that in mind. He's at the mansion right now. Okay. I don't know how he got there. They didn't show any of that. They didn't show how he got to the mansion. Not, none of that, but he's there. Just remember, he's there right now. That's all you need to remember. It's though we'll come back to this. Okay. All right, here we go. And here's the scene. She's flirting with him because obviously whatever. Julie's watching all this sexy stuff go on. She's making her own porn on these monitors. <laughs> God, this is. I'm gonna do a lap dance to this song. <laughs> and the thing is, is like, not only is it the wrong music, but she's she's dancing at the wrong tempo again. And look at this. How is this a striptease? <laughs> she's obviously not a professional. <laughs> and she's trying to be sexy, and this guy's looking at her, biting his lip, and she's doing this stupid dance. He doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, take it off, baby. I'm seeing that shoulder girl, and it's got me all kinds of turned on. <laughs> Julie's like, what the fuck? What the hell is going on right now? Uh, so here, what's going to happen is uh, she's going to make one of these metal balls. And now, Apache, this is what Apache can do, right? Apache has the ability sometimes. to take an object. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, according to the synopsis. And turn turn a household object into a this crazy metal ball that then enters the body of somebody that they want to modify their behavior. And then you use the, the biometer to determine how much behavior modification is going to be done. The scientist early in the movie told her, do not turn it up past 50 ever. And now she's running it at a hundred, which is this bitch is greedy. She just wants to get this done quick so she can get that 500 K yo. Okay, here we go. 
this horrible striptease continues. He's like, yeah. Rubbing that mustache. Oh, there's a titty. Mm -hmm. Nice. Peek it out. That's how you do it. Just give him a taste. Julie's just sitting in there watching these, uh, (laughs) watching these people do it. She's a voyeur. That camera looks so hidden. Yeah, it's a hidden camera. It's a giant (laughs) shoulder-mounted VHS camera on the wall. He's sniffing her panties? Oh, no, that's her handkerchief. Yeah, that's they're the both sniffers. Yeah, they're both sniffers. Look at that. One titty out. That's right. You don't give it all up at once. I see. Oh, no, just one titty. So the reason that Julie goes after this chick first is she's trying to get people to lose their inhibitions. And this girl is teasing this guy and not wanting to do it. So Julie's like, we're going to modify this behavior. And that's what this whole scene is here. She's got to find a way to get a metal ball into that chick so she can make her relax and do this, dude. Sigh. So now she's turning it up to the biometer to 100 here. George to Apache. Abort program. Insufficient data. George is trying to shut this shit down. George is a good guy, huh? He's got a conscience. Yeah, George is he's he's a good guy. <clears throat> oh, Ooh, nice. No, now the dress is totally gone. That was fast. One titty to that. So she goes in the other room and then pushes the dude out. So she's obviously she obviously needs some behavior modification here. She's a tease, huh? Yeah. He's here. like, man, I got the blue balls. <laughs> She's, she's in the just shower. taking a shower. What the hell's going on here? Well, hey, she doesn't want a stinky cooch. They're going to do it. Wow. <clears throat> right on. <laughs> oh, there goes the ball. So the right ball, in her mouth. Ooh, right, right into her mouth. She falls into the bathtub. And when she comes out, she has some modified behavior. Let's just put it that way. Is this a flashback to yeah, the it's car? Yeah, it's okay. a flashback because he's, he's already done it with this chick. And he's wondering why she's being so stingy. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there flashing back to this moment, which makes no sense, except they just needed more sex in the movie, I guess. Yeah, we gotta insert more boobies. I don't know, she doesn't look like she's that into it, though. Yeah. No, she doesn't. The facial expressions for me, I don't know. She's definitely... <laughs> she's like, man, that's okay. It's hot in here. <laughs> when is this over? Oh, here she comes. She's like, yeah, baby. What's up? She comes out of the shower with these devil demon eyes. I'm going to do things to you, Tony. She's like, yeah, let's do it. He's not scared. (laughs) She's trying to bite his face and shit. I don't know. I think he's into it. He's not fighting back too hard. And she's trying to get him, and then she eventually does get a a chunk bitten. Right here, she gets his... Get some chest hairs between her teeth. So, right there... You okay? Right there, she bites the dude's neck. And then, like, it looks like she's going in, like, cannibal style. But then it cuts out, and we never never come back to that scene. We have no idea what happened. No clue what happened the rest of that scene. We just needed that weird, like, almost kinky scene that <clears throat> needed some music behind it. But keep continue remember. <clears throat> ooh, you see that? No, what's that? 
Uh, as we are recording this podcast, uh, we just got a notification that Sinead O'Connor just died. Oh. That's a big deal. R.I.P. Sinead O'Connor. R.I.P. Sinead O'Connor. Wow. Damn. 56 years old. Okay. Damn. Well, we'll pour, we'll pour one out for Sinead. Yeah. Um, but back to the movie here. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. That threw me off. Uh, Can't believe she's dead. Dang. Yeah. Um, yeah, so back to where we were, uh, it never, she never comes back to this. That scene, yeah, we never get back to it, because we needed just the titties, and I guess that's it. But also keep in mind that this guy is currently in the mansion with this chick. Remember, we talked about that a minute ago. Yeah, he's in there. Just please keep that in mind. And he got bitten in the neck, right? Like, maybe, most likely? Yeah, right? she she bit him hard on the so neck. Some kind of it, shit went down there. And it had very suspenseful music, so I'm pretty sure she took a chunk out of his neck. So just keep that in mind. Um, so, so far to this movie, we're about halfway through the movie, I think, or close to it at this point. Um, what are your favorite parts of this movie so far? You know my favorite parts of this movie so far. I oh, know. Why are you I, asking me this question? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> but I just want to hear you talk about it. Oh, well, okay then. I'll talk about it. <laughs> I like the sex scenes, okay? I oh. like the buildup of the sexy stuff. I Even as corny as it is, I like Jessica being all stupid in love. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It is fun. And, and the kills are pretty decent so far that we've seen. You know, like the gore is pretty good. Yeah. So I like, it's a good balance. The the Muppet throws me off, or Puppet, whatever the fuck, the puppy. Mm-hmm. The, the puppy. <laughs> the puppies throw me off. <laughs> but otherwise, like, I'm not taking this movie too seriously. No. Not at this point, not ever, but especially not up to this point. Uh, I'm just hoping for more shit like the pinball machine scene. So, well, there's stuff coming. Um, and yes. here's here's a scene that maybe not not quite as sexy. Well, it's not sexy at all, but um, it is a scene that's important to the movie. And this is where um, Jessica actually comes in contact with the pinball wizard guy. The, the, oh yeah, remember the scene? Yep, she's hitchhiking because the um, stupid George tells Dude. her what's the highest probability of getting a man. It's not hitchhiking, but that's what she picks. Yeah, so sixty six percent. The highest probability for getting a dude is going to the bar, go to the disco, which I thought was a bar, and then the other one was hitchhiking. She's oh, I'll go hitchhiking. That's how I can meet. That's, and it's not that she can just meet a dude. It's so that she can find her, this guy. Yeah. She's specifically looking for this one in particular person. So it just makes no sense. However, as she's out there walking, she has the little bandana with her that he, that she got from him and she sees her Prince charming. She thinks coming up on a motorcycle. And, uh, or so she thinks, or so she thinks. So she goes up to this dude. It don't matter if he's got a motorcycle. Psh, don't matter. Let's see here. We'll find the right scene. Yeah, so she walks up to the guy here. He's she's she's hitchhiking, and uh, he the guy pulls up on a motorcycle, and it's not Ken. It's the pinball wizard. She's like, "Is this your bandana?" He's like, "Fuck no." <laughs> oh damn! Never hey, mind. Baby, want some pinball action? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You want some pinball? Just Hell video? yeah! Let me I jump on. No. What? I thought you were somebody else. Oh, yeah, she's Where's in love. Up? She don't want no pinball action. Maybe you're not such a little innocent virgin after all. You'll never find out. You ain't a bad looking chick. How about one for the road? No way, man. I'll make it a quickie. <laughs> yeah, I bet you will. So she runs through the woods here and he starts chasing her on his motorcycle. Did she just drop all her shit, too? She did. She dropped her bandana and all her other shit on the, on the road and then took off through the woods. And he's just chasing her down on his bike through the park. 
Because that's not the woods. That's a park for sure. There's woods in the park. Yeah, but that's not the woods. She's, she's running through the, a wide open woods, space. Man. She's in a wide open space. Look at that. That's a park, man. It's wide open. She's in the woods. Oh, she got a tummy ache now. Side ache. She's not used to running like that. I'm a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's about to prove how nice he is. I would have said yes to him up there. That's my problem. See, he's a creep. And I would have been like, yeah, buddy, let's do the pinball thing. (laughs) So he starts trying to take her clothes off. And then all of a sudden, George, the puppet, recognizes what's happening and throws up a danger program. How does he know? How does he know this is happening? You're the one that understands this movie. You freaking tell me. I don't get any of this shit. Does she have a microchip or what? Don't know. It's. I mean, like I said, none of this makes any sense to me. You seem to know everything, so I'm just... Oh, I, okay. I, Katie, how many times did I... You kept saying, yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I mean, look, I don't even know what you're talking look, about. I said I could follow it. No, that, you said it makes perfect sense. Those were your exact words. Perfect sense? I don't think I said that. You said that exactly. I don't even usually say that. Well, you did. I didn't. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> you better quote me somewhere. No, I did. Just now. Hashtag <laughs> Katie 2023. Mm-mm. In the... Uh, going in the bibliography all right stop it so george throws up this throws up this program where he's trying to save jessica i think what, what is it program protect jessica or something like that here we <laughs> some go corny shit it. he's on top of her in the park yeah, trigger warning for a almost rape here yeah he starts tearing her clothes off She had to wear that white dress. Like the computer told her. Oh, pulls her undies right off. Rips them up. Danger. 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 See, George is a good guy. He's like, man. Danger. George is calling Apache. We got to fix this shit. The lights are going crazy. Her dad, the scientist. Oh, she gets his watch off. Yeah, that's important. She pulls his watch off, and the watch is laying down next to next to her body. Yes, Julie, I've got it at seven. Yes, you're right. I'll check it. This man is so distracted. His daughter's in danger. He don't give a fuck. He's working. That's why she's got daddy issues. Mm. Protection, Jessica. Protection, Jessica. I said it first. Protection, Jessica. You didn't feed the dog. Oh my God, he's not sure. focused. Uh-huh. This poor guy. He's really like he's like a brilliant scientist, but he's He's clueless about his family dynamics here. So Ken runs up on him. So here's the thing. Ken is driving down the road on his motorcycle, happens to see somehow, going fifty miles an hour, sees something on the side of the road, like a bandana, which <laughs> So he stops to look at the to inspect, he could smell it. To inspect the bandana on the side of the road and he's like, This must be Jessica, because she took my bandana, and I'm just so he start he starts running off into the woods too to try to find her, having no idea that she's in trouble. Just happens to come across this uh, attempted rape here, and uh, he gets an altercation with this guy again. No clue how he knew any of this shit or how he. It's knew- her Prince Charming. He's he just his penis guided him there. That's probably accurate. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> Pretty good fight scene here. Look at that knife. Oh, pinball wizard has a knife. Time tracks, dude, does not. <laughs> They're gonna wrestle. Jessica, topless behind a tree because all her clothes have been ripped. A couple of dudes rolling around with each other. Oh, the watch. 
The computer knows about the watch. <laughs> it's blinking. It's going to do something about it. Yep. George is pushing buttons. <laughs> Killing him. Pinball dude is like having a seizure. You are getting notifications like a motherfucker. <laughs> Gives Jessica his shirt. Old Ken Kenny boy. Pinball dude's in the water. This is the best. And Kaplui. He explodes yeah, in the water. Yeah, he does. His head is frying up. George is clapping that evil motherfucker. Look at him. He's excited. Here's the thing. Here's you put the pup in your hand and here's how you can do the clap. That's how you do the clap right there. That's uh, your pinky and your ring finger clapping against your thumb. Yep. That's how you do the clap with George. (laughs) So this lady I work with who I care about very deeply, her name is Jessica. Also like the girl in the movie. She's like, uh, she sends me this because we work at Target. I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, she's sending oh, me... Oh, man, throwing I'll people's stuff out there. I'll cut that out. <laughs> so this chick I work with, Jessica, says the place we work has had all these crazy deals this week. So she sends me pencils, 99 cents, notebooks, 95 cents. Back to school, baby. Yeah. Can we get our discount on top of that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> I think we get our discount. I'm going to put this on Do Not Disturb, so... She'd, yeah, man, all those notifications messing up our whole podcast. Right, Come on, up our whole podcast. <laughs> so you know what? I'm having so much fun with this movie. I didn't realize we're already like almost an hour into this movie. Shit, we've been talking about this piece of crap for an hour. Girl, already? and I could we probably have an hour left if we want to. <laughs> for real, there's a lot more that happens in this movie. But there is. I think we should just highlight the rest of the sex scenes and be out of here. <laughs> yeah, we certainly can do that. Um, there is another scene that I wanted to uh, sort of show here. Um, this is another important part. <clears throat> um, I think we should also sh- um, give away the ending and show that because I want to complain about it. You know, there's still something else we need to talk about here that's important. This okay. 5225. Okay. Right. Um, remember, remember, please remember that Jessica and Ken just met today. <laughs> Okay. They've just met. They've just fallen in love, I guess, uh, on the day. Um, yeah, it's been a hell of a day. It's been it's been a busy day. Let's just put it that way. So we're going to go to 5225, and you're going to hear some more amazing dialogue. Something about relaxation. What do I know? I only follow up. So here's the scene, that one of the scenes that there's these dudes in the bar. One of them is Tony, the guy that was just at the mansion. Yes. Just there a minute ago. Remember, we told you to take notes about that. He was in the mansion. In the mansion doing this chick. And then now he's at a bar, and the limo driver that drove them to the mansion is there as well. And he asks her something, or he asks him, hey, can you get me into the mansion? I want to see what's going on up there. (laughs) It's weird. Hey, listen, Ralph. Those chicks up at the mansion, what are they doing up there? I don't know anything about it. Some sort of test. Something about relaxation. What do I know? I only follow orders. Well, couldn't you get us invited? I mean, we're not so bad. That booze sandwich. Could you get us invited to the mansion where we've already been today? It just makes no sense. I think it's got to be cut out of order. Absolutely. It has to be. Um, So anyway, this next scene here, this is where we want to talk about with Jessica. This is epic. So Jessica and uh, Ken are walking through the woods. Not a park. 
It looks like a fucking park. Them trees are spread the fuck out. Hold up. Yeah, sure. We're gonna watch. They're walking through the woods. Christ, girl, I'm in love with you. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, our world has changed since we met. <laughs> everything's uh, everything's different now. Christ, girl, I love you. <laughs> Everything changed with the day we met. Everything's so different now. The day we met, which is today. Which is about three and a half hours ago. The whole world is different now. Oh, my God. Another, another I mean, thing. relatable Just, content. Come on. Uh, the timeline is all Jackie here. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> later on, the dudes who got invited up to the mansion again, or for the first time or again, for the first time, the guy goes, I don't know. <laughs> Things They're happen. Back. His neck is fine. There's a whole bunch of people dying um, here at the one minute mark, and these she Julie is really going crazy with the metal balls at this point. We're just gonna watch some rapid fire people getting jacked up. Yeah, let's watch some kills. Yeah, we're gonna watch some kills here. Oh yeah, the fucking spider. The tarantula there. Yeah. So Julie's up in the control room. She puts a metal ball into the chick who hates spiders. And then she starts making out with a tarantula. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And Oh, here's a good sex, sexy time scene. The music is on point. Blonde. This blondie. She's, uh... She's done this before. She's Come done on. this. She's, this is not her first rodeo. <laughs> this is not her first Skinamax movie. She's not the uh, virgin-esque Jessica here. She is. Uh, she's been here before. Hmm. They they did not they did not hold back with this movie. There's no. Uh, I think we we even see like. Lady Bush in this one? Oh, lots of Lady Bush, yeah. Yeah, but we don't see any Dude Bush. No. That would be inappropriate. Ugh, rude. <laughs> I disagree. All right, here she Elbow goes. Elbow men are inappropriate. Here she goes, Julie with the balls. <laughs> She's got a thing for balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's, this sex scene goes on. Oh, my God, on. don't fit. Mm. <laughs> Do we want to enjoy the whole thing? All the titty rubs and everything? Yeah, don't watch this with your kids, man. Look, the You'll be so embarrassed. <laughs> the cameraman and the director here, they know angles for porn. Like that's right, obvious. They right. obviously know what angles are hot because they're doing all of them in this movie. Right? Like we almost could see his penis, but we can't see right. it because of the angles. <laughs> Her undies are on the floor. And they're on the floor and Julie has already created a ball, a metal ball, one of those that controls people, and it, it she moved it into her panties. So it's sitting there. And oh, now yeah, it's, it's flashing. in there. It's going to go in her. Yeah, when she puts those panties on, it's going to go to a bad, an interesting place. So, yeah, here's the chick that's afraid of spiders. Now she's making out with a tarantula. Because her inhibitions are gone, and she's not afraid anymore. These two got no inhibitions either. Here's some great dialogue for you, Katie. This is the best post-coital dialogue of all time. This is what I say every time after I'm done having sex, so. (laughs) You were great. What a weekend. I'm walking on air. (laughs) Is it your fault? It is his fault. What's my fault? I wondered if it's you that's making me feel so fine. (laughs) So deep down good. So deep down good. Yep, that's what I say, all right. So Julie creates another ball here and puts it into the toothpaste tube. Never had it so good. (laughs) I liked it. 
I liked it. It was all right. <laughs> and I wouldn't mind a return match. <laughs> what the hell's a return match? So, so she can actually come because she didn't come the first right, time. So right. she like, let's try again. <laughs> well, this this video is getting demonetized. <laughs> We weren't getting monetized anyway. No shit. <laughs> so there's yeah. So there's a ball here. So she's got all these balls out there, all these metal balls, getting ready to. St- Again, what this? What's going on with the music here? <laughs> the dub. The person doing the dub was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna just put in whatever I want." Okay, and there's Tony. Okay, <laughs> he's back. The guy. He got a ride. The guy who's already been there, who's already been attacked by this chick with the metal ball, who bit his neck. <clears throat> then he was back in the bar asking if he could get to the mansion. Now he's back there with the same chick. With no bite on his neck. He's good, man. He's ready to rock and roll with that hairy chest. This is not a good... Are we going to see it again? I think we might. Boom. She's got it. She's ready to go. This is not good dancing. (laughs) Oh, we're back with the people in their underwear. Killing time. No way, baby. (laughs) So she grabs Don't brush your teeth. I'd rather kiss you and... (laughs) Take your toothbrush. She grabs the toothbrush that has been infected with the metal ball stuff. And he grabs the undies. Oh, a twist in the plot. We hey. thought it was going to go the other way. Yeah, we hey, sure did. Really thought sexy, she was going to huh? get it right off her upper puss, but nope. No. Hmm. No luck. So she's going to brush her teeth and get infected by this thing or get controlled by this thing, and he's going to do something with those panties, isn't he? Sniff them. Oops. Oh. They both got balls in their mouth. Balls in their mouth. So he's he's gyrating and shaking because this ball is in his mouth shaking around. Stuck to the underwear. It's great. And the biometer's at 100, so it's causing them to convulse heavily. And uh, they're going through some shit here. It's not a, not a pleasant time for them. So No. Mm-mm. Uh, but it's going to adjust their moods. They're going to be... They're already doing it, though. So we'll, That's not what we're trying to get them to do. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, this continues on and on and on. And there's all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, the toothpaste scene, there's that long six-minute inner monologue of Jessica. <laughs> so Jessica finally does Ken, and there's this long inner dialogue. It's I mean, just, she just lost her virginity. This is an important time in a girl's life. You know, she's we, got a dialogue. Do we need yep. six we, minutes we sure do. of her saying, why do I feel this way? Because this type of pornography appeals to women, and we like the storyline and the feelings. And yeah, the but there's no story you know, portrayed Shh. during this scene. It's just, it's just good. Just be quiet. It's okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> just play the scene. Okay. We don't have to listen to all six We're minutes not. of it. <laughs> She's laying there naked with Ken, and here's what you hear. They're like seaside. I love it. Like I can smell his crotch. <laughs> he didn't shave his balls. It's okay. <laughs> oh, strong thighs. So hairy. Stroke my face. Pull my hair like a weirdo. That's so weird. Pull her hair like that. He better hit it harder. It's six minutes of that, okay? That's all you need to know. There's six minutes of that. And I don't need any more of it. Um, 
All right, so we're going to go to close to the end of the movie here. Jessica gets tricked into going to the mansion after all these people have been turned into these crazed lunatics, right? After everything has turned them into Yeah, where are they right now fucking at? Where? They are fucking um, at a beach house that her dad owns. Oh, how'd they get there? No clue. He never talks about it. The limo driver take them there? And yeah, the, the limo driver drinking, his, the, drinking the sandwich. Yeah, his alcohol sandwich. <clears throat> so Julie, um, when, when, the, uh, when the scientist guy figures out what she's been doing, she taps him over the head lightly with a large capacitor and it apparently <laughs> knocks him out. And then she ties him up, puts him in the bathroom. And then when Julie comes home to, to her house, this is their actual living domicile, they, um, she says, uh, Julie tells Jessica, hey, um, your dad is at the mansion and he needs you there quickly. So uh, this is the scene. And then she locks up the professor in the bathroom. And now uh, Julie is on her way, or Jessica is on her way to the mansion. That's got to she- be a euphemism for something, locking up the professor in the bathroom. Right. <laughs> Just go poop. It's fine. <laughs> so she gets to the mansion. She walks in. Something's not quite right. Music is just going. Oh shit! She overbrushed, dude. <laughs> so you start to see all the zombie ladies come out. One of them has ripped, has brushed all the scalp off. One yeah, side of her she head. got a little crazy with that brush. Then you get the hot blonde chick who's not hot anymore. She looks like uh, meth head. Yeah, um, she wasn't that hot before, but yeah, this might be an improvement. I don't know. When she said, "I don't know why I feel so fine." So deep down good. So deep down good. Like that that just she like she turned hot to me at that point. So, so she's seeing all the they're all coming after Jessica now. They're trying to get her for some reason. They lay her down on the bed. Mm. Her dad's like, yeah, I'm gonna give up on that door. Scissors. She has this green goo coming out of her face, landing on Jessica's face. Gross. It is gross for sure. Her dad seems like a weakling. Yeah, her dad can't even bust out of like a plywood door. <laughs> oh, there's the housekeeper. And no green stuff on what's her face's face. Is it? Oh wait, it's on her shirt. Everybody looks gross. Everybody's they've all been transformed into weird mutants. Yeah. Knife. Blood, lots of good blood. Oh, there's here. the back of our VHS tape. Yep. Wow, what a what a significant yeah this, part of the movie. There, this scene has nothing to do with the movie. It's just her sitting there with a knife, and it's it's a, it's a character that means absolutely nothing to the plot. <laughs> right, and she's what they put on the back of the cover, which I don't understand. There it is. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Dad's giving up. Here comes Mustache Dude. He's all fucked up. Yeah, Tony's all zombified. How'd he get zombified, though? Um, Probably because he was doing the zombified chick. But did we see it? Did we see it happen? Did we see him turn into a zombie? Yeah. No, of course not. That's okay. on the cutting room floor. All right. With the, with the rest of that this That dude's sh- all over the place in this all, movie. All the other stuff that makes this movie make sense is on the cutting room floor. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, George has danger going on. Scientist dude cannot get... It. Uh-oh. Why is it next to the toilet? Can I just ask that? The power? Yeah. Right next to the shitter. Who the fuck puts the power for the most important computer in your house next to the toilet? <laughs> Who even puts power like that in a bathroom? 
<sighs> like, it, look, I understand they rented this house to shoot this movie, but like, you could have picked any other fucking place besides next to the goddamn toilet. I would agree. Um, so, <laughs> so now wow. he's trying to shut down Apache because she's turned everybody into mutants, and it's not really like it matters at this point. Everybody's gonna die anyway, so. Well, half of them are already dead. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. They're undead. <laughs> Tony's trying to. So Tony's a zombie, and he's trying to do Jessica on the floor. <laughs> Ugh, he's all gross and drippy. Shades of Ferd and Lisa. Yeah, Ferd and Lisa from uh, Redneck Zombie. Similar, yeah. similar type scene here. Oh, housekeeper lady stabs him in the back. While he's trying to do While her. he's trying to do that, but it's like, isn't he already dead? He's already Here comes the limo. So did he got out and yeah. now um, He got out and then he goes to the mansion. <clears throat> uh, Julie goes to the mansion and tells Jessica your dad did all this shit and Maybe he wasn't pulling the power next to the toilet. Maybe he was just pulling out a piece of pipe to bust out of there. Yeah, I think that's what he was trying to do. Well, the way it was shot, it made it look like he was pulling the power cord to the computer. Well, he did because the, the, it was a conduit. The, the the electricity was running through that pipe. It was like electrical wires running through the pipe. Was it? Yeah, because right. that's because as soon as he pulled it, you saw the sparks and then the computer shut down. Well, that's still dumb. It's the stupidest thing of all time. Yeah. Almost like the rest of this movie. Yeah, yeah, almost. So here's a very uh, satisfying scene for those of us who have sat through this disaster this entire time. <laughs> this is a scene where we get to see... Uh, we get to see the bad guy get what's coming to him here. The Julie's riding in a car, heading to go see Ken at the airport. He has all the money that he got, the half million dollars up front. Ken has the money. Julie goes to the airport. Are they still in cahoots? What's going on there? Yeah, so in this at this time in the movie, Ken has decided that he's in love with Jessica, has want, wants nothing to do with Julie, but he's still in charge of handling the money for this this scam. So he has the money. The plan was for them to meet at the airport and then to fly his fr- private plane out of there and go somewhere safe. Um, but he tells Julie, I have the money, you're not getting it, uh, piss off. So she goes to the airport anyway, which... Uh, it's a little private airport. She goes there anyway. Jessica's on the way there as well, and Ken is already there at his plane, and here's where the scene takes place. Julie gets out of the car. Whoops, gets sliced by one of the... I don't even know who that chick is. That's the housekeeper chick. Is it still? Yep. yep. Oh, she looked different. Look at all that blood. That's actually a really good blood scene right there. Gets slit. How's she? Look at that. Was she in the, riding in the car with her, huh? Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of blood. Yeah, man. She got a slice. So that's a good scene. Um, So the bad guy dies. Now, how we're at the end of... She's not a guy. The bad guy. You you just call him a bad guy. (laughs) The bad bitch. Whatever. That's a a positive thing. You call somebody a bad bitch, that's a positive thing. Yeah, she kind of was a bad bitch, though. A little bit. I don't know. She's just kind of a... She was a Karen, if you ask me. A little bit of a Karen, yeah. You better have my car done by this time. <laughs> have it done tomorrow or else. I told you, everybody is fucking rude to everybody in this movie. Um, <clears throat> so this is the final scene of the movie. Yeah. This is, a, um, this is the w- biggest WTF moment of the film. Yeah, so this housekeeper chick has this blade that she just cut Julie's throat with, and she's walking towards Ken. Meanwhile, Jessica's coming up here to try to get with Ken so they can get on the plane and get out of there. And this is the climax of the movie. 
George is hooked up to Apache, and he will try to help here. Big old knife. Protection Jessica. Here we go. Oh, nice. Gets right her right in the face. face. Uh oh. Oh, Ken gets garage door to the head. To the neck and head area. And his eyeballs are squishing out of his fucking head. That's dope. And Jessica's not happy. The end. What the fuck? So. Real quick, uh, while this outro music plays here. That was like such a buildup, and then so quickly it was over. Here's the thing. (laughs) George, there's no way he could have known at all those times that he was affecting the world what the timing was on stuff, how he was going to affect this stuff. He was just like, hey, protection Jessica, right? And he creates something. But in this case, he decides to drop that door down on that zombie chick. And meanwhile, Ken happens to just have... smash the zombie chick in the face with an axe so when he drops the door down it kills Ken instead and then Jessica screams it's really not a good ending it's not a happy ending that's for sure I don't know why because you're you're built up at that point you know you've you've kind of been leading to the point where you want this ending to be satisfying you want to see them fuck in the sunset you know something but ain't nothing like that going down I would take that that's a big WTF ending for me so hell yeah so, Katie, um, yeah. you know, this was a, a different kind of movie. I don't think we have seen a movie exactly like this, nor I don't do I think we will ever see a movie exactly like this again. But I'm curious, um, of all of the things that we were able to see here, what was your favorite other than the porn stuff? <laughs> what did you like about the movie? What did you not like about the movie? Other than the porn stuff? Like, I can't talk about that at all? You can absolutely talk about that, but I would like some additional <laughs> input since we've already received that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I thought the gore effects were pretty slick. They were really good. Yeah. Like, I I was into all of it. Like, none of it was like, this is stupid looking. Like, it all looks pretty good. Especially that last scene with the eyeballs coming out of his head. That looks great. I mean, there's no way a garage door is doing that, but still, it was fun to watch. It was really good. So, yeah, I was into the gore effects for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and also this porn. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, no, I wasn't supposed to talk about that, but... Uh, yeah, you could talk about it. It was really well done. I mean, like, obviously it was shot by somebody that knows what they're doing. The set pieces, though, the puppet, the, I don't know, the computer, <laughs> maybe a little... <laughs> it adds to the camp of this film, which is fine. Like, yeah. if it was any better, and it, I, I don't know what it could have been if it wasn't a puppet, like, maybe just, like, a computer voice, like... Um, Kit's car, Kit's car, whatever yeah, the Kit fuck. Yeah, Kit's car like, from Knight Rider. Yeah, yeah. Like right. something like that, but the puppet was kind of weird. So I didn't love that. It made it almost too corny, but like still, it's fine because the sex made up for it. You did. <clears throat> so the but thing no is, sex with the puppet, which I was surprised by. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of old puppet computers. Sex? I love old oh. computers from the 80s. Yeah, you're a nerd about that. I am. I'm a huge nerd for old computers. But the problem I have here is that War Games, the movie, came out three years before this movie. And the computer-generated graphics that they did on the screen in War Games were so much better than the ones in this movie. Well, like, these people had $500,000 to make this movie. I don't know that War Games had that much more. I guess uh, I could look it up. You could. Let me look we it up. could be having this conversation for real. War Games movie budget. Okay, well, yeah, that, that had yeah, $12 million. Mm-hmm. See? Sig- Dang, dude. <laughs> I, but still, three years? I mean, technology advanced so far in three years, you couldn't come up with something better? I don't than, know. I, I want to see what you come up with if you filmed a movie today. Oh, girl. Okay. And a computer setup you're going to have hey, in the movie. I can show you some stuff. I'm a, I'm a video game designer. I can show you some awesome stuff. I'm saying it's probably going to look old, though. 
It will, but it won't look. And we'll shoot it on VHS. Yeah. Well, it won't look. So even though it looks old. You want to make a movie? Uh, we can make a movie. We could definitely like, do that. Um, okay. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, I loved, again, the sexy stuff was great. Uh, the And just like you, the practical effects were fantastic. Loved those. Uh, the stuff that I didn't like that just sort of. And, and stuff that wasn't endearing, you know, mm. some stuff was endearing, but the stuff that wasn't to me was like the out of sequence footage. Like it just, yeah. it just confused me. It, it didn't, it didn't add to the, the quirkiness or anything. It was just confusing. And yeah. I, I thought, you know, can you at least put the scenes in order, you know? Right. Um, but, um, my understanding is that, um, this was the last, um, second to last director directed movie by this director. Nobody that produced this movie ever produced again. Um, did not go down the way they had hoped, apparently. So. Yeah, no, it was a dud. But that's okay, because here we are in 2023 talking about it. And I love this movie. And if I had to recommend it or not <laughs> recommend it, I absolutely would recommend this to just about anybody that is into campy horror movies from the 80s. Sexy, softcore horror porn. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's it's Again, I've, I own it on tape. It's it's not a super expensive tape, but it's not cheap either. It's one I'm glad to have. And um, I really enjoyed watching it again, because I have seen it several times, but this was your first time watching it. It was. And you can stream this one on Tubi if you don't have it on VHS like Owen does. Yeah. That's what I had to do. Yeah, I just well when I watched it again last night, I couldn't get my VCR wasn't working, so I watched Uh-oh. it on Tubi. It's, that's a that's a code red in this household. It is, and I'm really concerned about it. So, um what I'm probably going to do is uh after we're done podcasting, maybe I'll head down to the local uh thrift shop and see if I can pick up a VCR for 5 bucks. I love how you think they just have one over there. They do. <laughs> Last time I was at Bethesda and Horicon, there was three of them sitting there. Oh, good old Horicon, still selling uh, VHS uh, mm-hmm. players. Yep. And they sell the tapes and the VCRs too. So VCR, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. So is this for you? Does this go into your trash pile or your treasure pile? I, I would say it's a treasure for me. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I, you know, if I'm feeling lonely, sometime I'll put it on. You know, I do collect vintage porn. It doesn't quite fall into that category, but like I might throw it on for sexy times. Yep. I would. Uh, probably say that that would be a good choice for anybody um even when it's you're, a good movie night like netflix and chill style play you know in the what background I'm kind of yeah, thing yeah yeah we don't of, need to focus on this because the plot doesn't make sense anyway Come here. <laughs> sort of setting the tone <laughs> yeah um so uh a couple of things coming up um we are going to be probably a couple of um weeks away from finishing up season one here yeah we're wrapping our first season here pretty soon so our seasons are running they're going to be 20 episodes per season um this season it was our introductory season we our inaugural season we wanted to try to try some different things out and see what worked and what let's didn't. be honest with these folks we didn't really know what the fuck we were doing no we didn't <laughs> uh, and that was kind of that's kind of what's great about it is that we were able to sort of just go free form with this yeah but it came together for us though didn't it it sure did and i think that we've got um, some people out there that really enjoy what we're doing and if you guys like what we're doing um, please share our podcast and yeah, our tell videos. your friends and tell your friends uh make sure you subscribe where you can and stuff like that and stick with this because we got some other cool stuff coming up we've yeah. got some more movies coming up that we're gonna do we got um, maybe a movie selection episode, I think, coming up soon. Yeah, we got some goodies in the can still waiting for release. Yeah. And you don't forget, you can also catch us on Planet Rage Radio. We air on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Central. Mm. And so that's pretty cool to listen to us on the radio. Yeah. So definitely check that out, too. Is there a uh, is there a link tree? Um... I've been working on a link tree. Yeah. So Good. we're going to have that kind of stuff. It'll be, we'll put stuff in our show notes. We'll have a link tree on our um, Instagram where you can 
go over there and just get links to all of our stuff. Yeah. Make it easy. It's like a couple clicks rather than having to dig deep. But we'll have our socials link there. We'll have uh, where you can play us. Um, we're on um, Amazon Music. We're on Spotify. Yeah. We're on YouTube, of course. And we're, we're working on up. Yes, we are. We're trying to get all the places so we can get in all the ear holes. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I enjoyed watching this. It was a it was a cool movie, and I, I suggested this one, right? You did. Yeah, because I had seen it, you hadn't. Um, but I'm glad that we watched it. I'm glad that we experienced it, and now you have something fun to tell your friends about. And. What we're going to try to do for season two, um, just real quick, is we want to try to maybe lay out a few of the movies early in the season, maybe in the first episode, that we're going to be watching so that you guys can have an opportunity to watch those movies ahead of time uh, if you want to watch along from home. And then when we do our podcast, you can listen and be able to react with us having already seen the movie. So uh, that'll be something that we're working on for season two. That is some feedback that we got from some people that have been listening. So we are going to try to get that done. So um, any feedback you guys might have, let us know. Yes, please. Please tell us what you think. If you have any movies that you want us to review, see if you can post those in the comments and let us know because we want to try to do the stuff you guys want to hear. For, for sure. sure. And we welcome any interaction. Like, you know, we're, we're talking to you. You can talk back. Talk back? Yeah. It's a it's a dialogue, which means die, which is two, right? Not a monologue. Die. Die. Uh, <laughs> this movie, a lot of dying too in Nightmare Weekend. In all of the movies we cover. Yeah, pretty much. I spit on your grave has to happen at some point. Too, yeah, we're well, we're getting the, ahead of ourselves here. Yeah. We, maybe that's season three already. Who maybe. Knows? All right. Well, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for watching this movie with me, Katie. Yeah, of course. Uh, for the VHS Vault Podcast, I am Owen Brand. And I'm Katie Cadaver. And thanks for hanging out with us. Bye. We've got wooden stakes for all the vampires And you can melt those zombies with salt We've got silver bullets for the wolves We've got it all down in the vault the VHS Vault Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Subscribe and rate us on Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also email us, vhsvaultpodcast at gmail.com.